Hola amigos, and welcome to another episode of Quality Sense Podcast, where you can learn how to improve your senses for quality and your testing skills. My name is Federico Toledo, and today I will be your host. I have a question for you. Are you looking for a new job or want to become a more hireable tester? Or maybe you're a manager hiring testers and want to learn more about how you can improve your processes for selecting new members. In today's episode, I invited a recruiter in software testing who is very near and dear to me, well, because we were together at Abstracta. Stephanie Gordiola is a psychologist and English teacher who has been in our team for two years recruiting, interviewing and helping to hire software testers from all over with different levels of experience and expertise. Among other things, she has helped us to hire more than 50 testers and counting who live and breathe our same values, so we are really grateful to have her aboard. Listen to today's episode where she shares several helpful tips for testers and hiring managers about going through the recruitment process, ways she evaluates candidates' soft skills, how you can increase the chances of hiring someone who is a great fit, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, Steph. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining our show today. How are you doing? Hello, Feather. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really happy to be here as well. Uh, my first question for you is the, um, how you, as a psychologist, ended up working in the software industry, and particularly now in a software testing company. Well, uh, as you may know, you know, psychology has like quite a wide work field. You know, we have like many different things to do, and occupational psychology is one of them. To be honest, when, when I was studying, I didn't consider to work in this field. But once I graduated, I thought to, you know, to give it a try with a HR course that I tried. And, and once I started doing it, I thought that, well, it might be quite, quite interesting to do it. You know, I thought that I could do it for a living. So that gave me my first experience, which was in another IT company. And after that experience, as you know, Nico, one of the abstracteros that we have, uh, he's a friend of mine and he told me that at Abstracta you were in need of a new recruiter for the team. So I sent my CV, I got my all my interviews with Lou and here I am. Cool. So you like it so far? Yeah, I, I really like it uh, because working in Abstracta, I have like the chance to do many things, you know, so it's kind of uh, hard to get bored. Um, when I work like as a recruiter, I meet a lot of people and that's great, but I also have the chance to do other things, uh, you know, participating in different processes. So that makes me very happy and I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, I'm going to mention uh, mm -hmm. something that we've been collaborating a lot. It was an idea that came out uh, last year, I think. Um, Steph is also helping different teams uh, uh, moderating the retrospective meetings. And I think yeah. that your contribution in that is amazing. Well, that's that's a great experience. You know, it's, it was a very big challenge for me because I had never tried that kind of activities. But I, I think it's a great way to also know the, the team better, you know, the people better and help them to communicate in different ways to kind of solve different issues that may appear in the 
in the different projects. So it's, it's a great experience as well. So uh, our main topic today, it's related to recruiting software testers because mm -hmm. it's basically uh, one of your main activities for the yep. past two years or so. And yeah, um, I, I think it's beneficial for leaders recruiting people, recruiting testers, uh, mm -hmm. the insights that you can share. And also for testers trying to apply for a position understanding the processes and, and the things that uh, psychologists take into account when interviewing, I think it's really beneficial for us. So can you start telling us briefly, uh, describing the processes, how you recruit uh, mm -hmm. protesters? Yeah, well, our process, I always say, uh, you know, candidates are process might be a bit long, but of course it has a reason for that. And it's because we really want to, First, know the person that we're, we're, you know, interviewing, but also we want that person to be there because we really want them to be there, you know, so it's, it has a reason for that. But, you know, to be brief, what we have is we, we get the CVs. Uh, if we think that that CV might be a good fit for any of our open positions or maybe for future positions that we may have, uh, we ask them for a brief personal presentation, which includes a part in Spanish and also a part in English. So we can start seeing that, that part as well. If we think that that person might be a good fit, referring, you know, the cultural aspect mainly, uh, we set the, the interview with, the, with People Care, which is usually with me. After that, I send them a technical test, which will vary depending on the on the position. You know, if it is a functional test, if a functional tester, if it is you know a technical tester or whatever. Um, and if it goes well, once we get that feedback, we have a technical interview with one of the leaders. Sometimes more than one. Uh, like I said, depending on the type of uh, of the position that we have, we'll have a different tester for the interview. You collaborate with other people yeah. in the team to do the interviews. Exactly. From the beginning, you know, we I think that it's very important to have the vision of the leaders, of the other members of the team. You know, if it is for a specific project, we like to have information about the the different tasks that the person we have. So we try to do it, you know, as a as a teamwork from the beginning. Great. And, and I guess it's also important to to get to know the people that you are going to be working with, right? Exactly, exactly. So if it is for a specific project that we already have in mind, we try to have the leader of that project in the last interview so that they get to know each other uh, in advance. Perfect. And which soft skills you consider are important? Um, how to evaluate them? Well, yeah, um, I think that one of the main things that we have to, to bear in mind is communication, you know, uh, not only is, I mean, spoken communication, but also written communication, like we see it in the CV and in the presentation, being able to, to be clear with what you're saying, with expressing your ideas. Also, this is something important, you know, that being able to distinguish between the different contexts, you know, is what we call the register. It's not the same if you're having, you're going to have a call with your coworkers than if you're having a call with the clients, you know, for example, that kind of thing is very important when you are, when we refer to communication. Um, I think that it's also very important to actually enjoy working in teams, you know. Um, I always say not only in the, in the software 
uh, field, but also in, in most of the, the areas where we work. What we do affects uh, the work of others. So I think that it's very important that we first respect that and try to be responsible with that. You know, it's not only your work, but it's other people's work as well. Um, and also enjoy it, you know, enjoy working with people, sharing knowledge, learning from others. I think that that's a very important uh, skill that, that, you know, that we need to have when we're working. Um, do, you, do you remember mm -hmm. any particular situation when, where, where you find the person you were interviewing showing you this aspect in a good way? I, I think, you know, that it's something that it's, it's hard to explain because once I'm talking with them, I can like feel it, you know, okay. the, the way they express it, the way when I ask them, okay, so uh, do you like working with people? Do you prefer to work on your own? Tell me about, I don't know, any specific experience that you've had. And, and when they bring it up that they really appreciate the learning from others and working in team and solving things together, that's a, a good way to know that they that they are not faking it, you know, that it's natural yeah. for them. Cool. Um, and well, if I have to think about specifically testers, you know, I, I said that, as, as you know, attention to detail, also being able to, to you know, to manage your time, to get well-organized, um, having this critical thinking, being, you know, uh, like a true problem solver, that kind of things. Um, but yeah, uh, those I think that are, I will say that they are the main skills, not the only ones. Perfect. Uh, there, there are a lot. <laughs> there are a lot, yeah, you know. But, it, but these are like the, the ones that I think they are the, the most important ones. Okay. I'd like to make a short pause to thank Abstracta for sponsoring this podcast. Abstracta is a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your product and processes to the next level. Um, do you have any, any advice on how to improve this type of skills? Um, yeah, what I think that it's the, maybe the first thing to bear in mind is to actually pay attention to them. You know, because sometimes it happens, especially when you are not only juniors, I, I see it also in seniors that you focus too much on the technical skills. It doesn't mean that they are not important, of course, but I think that they are kind of easier to learn and to practice. But when it comes to soft skills, I think that the first thing you need to do is to pay attention, like to monitor yourself, to see how you communicate with others, how you feel in the different situations that you face at work and also at your personal life. Um, so you can start like, you know, seeing it from a different perspective and see where you need to work on. Um, but well, apart from that, I always say that it's very important to always be open to receive feedback from others, not take that feedback as something personal, but just, you know, as a way to, for you to learn and to grow. Uh, I think that that will help you to work on the other uh, skills that you may need to, to improve. So the, the, then it's really important to be aware, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, then to I pay would... attention to how to improve according to what others can advise you, right? Exactly. Yeah, but that's the first thing, you know, to pay attention to them and to accept that we may need to improve those things, even if we don't really like it at first. We all yeah. have something to improve. <laughs> of course, yeah. 
I think that uh, one of the most important things um, in our mm -hmm. company, in uh, at Abstracta, is to give opportunities. But also, it's crucial to take care of the people mm -hmm. that we are working already in the team. You know, so this implies to take care of the culture. And there is a quote I would like to read for you, which is: "Fitting in is best interpreted as pieces of a puzzle that." fit together. Fitting in is not about finding people who are similar. It's about finding those who are compatible. This mm -hmm. is Jorgen Apelo. And my question for you is, do you know, is there anything that you have learned maybe that helps in recognizing when someone is compatible with the company and with the team and therefore with the culture? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, that that quote really makes a lot of sense for uh, like how we work at Abstracta, like our vision of the team. Uh, I think that it's very important that people understand that we don't want them all to be the same. But what we do want is, is being who they are, they find a way to add value and to, you know, to continue like helping creating that culture that we are building right like that culture of cooperation and you know also friendship if you want to call it um i think that you can be whoever you want to be but what is not negotiable for me and, and for us i think that it has to do with respect with how you treat others uh, with the commitment that you have for your work if you really understand the value of that and and the importance of you know uh adding value to what, what you're doing. Um, if you understand that, and if you, the, the, I think that what, I, what we want people to do is to find a way to do it being who they are, you know? We don't want them to be all the same. I think that diversity is very rich. At Abstracta, we are all very different, and I think that that makes it what it is. Um, but the important thing, and I think that what, that what we all have in common is that, you know, we really appreciate sharing with others, mainly. Yeah, I, I think we work typically eight hours a day. So yeah. if we are faking it <laughs> during that time. No, that will be too hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so another question related mm -hmm. to another part of the process, maybe uh, after the company hires someone, have you noticed some people adapting better than others? Maybe have you adjusted your process in order to match better fits according to that? Yeah, it has happened. I mean, I always say that even though we, we do have many tools to, you know, to kind of predict behavior and to actually uh, meet people and see how they are, we don't really see them until they are, like I say, like in action, you know, once they are working in their context, working with the people, that's when we actually see how they are. And it, sometimes it happens that they have more difficulties than others, maybe because it's their first experience or maybe, you know, because of different personal reasons. Um, I think that what has made a big difference here is to work uh, in, in teams with Lucia, who is uh, another member of the people care team, as you know, Lucia has been working at Abstracta for more than five years, so she has a very deep knowledge of the team, of the culture, what to expect even in the different projects. So uh, we work a lot together, when, especially when we have some cases when we may find more difficult. Uh, and I think that that has helped us a lot to have like a more complete view 
it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, you know, because that's what happens when you work with people. You don't know what's going to happen. But I think that we have made like better choices and we are still working on that. And what message do you have for this junior tester who is listening to this podcast and uh, is thinking about sending his uh, or her resume to mm -hmm. some uh, recruiters, to some company? Do you have any advice or? Well, first of all, I'd say uh, I know that it sometimes might be kind of frustrating, you know, to be looking for a job. Maybe I always see in LinkedIn many posts of people saying that they've applied for many, many jobs and they didn't even have a reply, which I know that must be very frustrating. Uh, so first of all, try not to give up. You know, it might be a long process, uh, but if you continue training and if you believe that you actually have the skills, like I always say, eventually someone will believe in you and they will give you the chance to to be part of their team. But, you know, never stop learning. That's what I would say. If you have some free time, now that we have many online resources, try to use them, continue learning, uh, start doing a lot of networking, you know, especially with LinkedIn, have it updated and have a lot of connections with people of the field, recruiters and also other testers. Um, and yeah, try to continue trying until you have that, that chance. Yeah. I would say that. For sure. And um, Steph, you're also an English teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as we typically have most of our customers in the United States and, uh, and in other countries where we typically communicate in English, uh, my question is, how do you evaluate the English skills for the candidates? Well, uh, like, like we mentioned in the first, one of the first questions, we asked first for a brief presentation, you know, a written presentation where we asked them about uh, past experience in English. Um, and after that, during the interview, we have a conversation in English. That conversation will depend on the level of the candidate, right? If it is very basic, we ask very simple questions and that's it. And if the customer shows, if the customer, sorry, if the, if the candidate shows that they have a quite good level of English, we continue with more complex questions. And is there any particular way you recommend candidates to improve their level of English? Yeah, I always say that That I think that the main thing and what makes a big difference is to try to consume as much English as you can, you know, in your daily life, like listen to music in English, try to uh, watch series, movies, videos in general, tutorials, everything you can in English. Okay. If you still, exactly, podcasts in English as well, uh, everything you can, if you still need to use uh, subtitles, have them in English so you can start associating sounds with words and stuff. Um, I will also suggest if you have people around you who are also practicing, practicing English, for example, at work, try to have like an English day or some day where you have meetings, meetings in English, you know, where you can practice not only comprehension, but also production, you know, speaking, or in some cases, if you can practice some writing. Uh, I've heard of people who play online games with people from other countries and they interact. If you are into video games, that might be also a good option for, for you. And, and so I also recommend you to follow uh, different English institutes. For example, Abstracta, we work with Inc. and Bike, who 
teach English at our company with our, our team. And for example, Inc. has a, a space that it's called the tip of the week that during on Fridays, they usually share some different vocabulary, uh, maybe some words that we usually mispronounce and we have no idea of that or different uh, slangs or language that it's very uh, common nowadays and we may not know how to use it. And it's quite funny. So, uh, in general, I would say that try to add some English to your daily routine every day. Yeah, there is another thing that is connected to something you mentioned before. Uh, I think networking is great for many things. Mm -hmm. And now with LinkedIn and, and so many professionals around the, the world, it's really easy to connect with someone and jump in, in a call and have a small conversation discussing about the last tool you try or mm -hmm. your uh, that you're looking for a position in looking for this type of things or asking for advice to others because yeah. people typically accept this kind of invitations and yeah, we are definitely. all here to to help each other so yeah don't be don't be afraid to you know kind of expose yourself to that because that's how we learn right if if you never try you never know that's what they say <laughs> yeah, <it does> <laughs> so uh going to the last set of questions um, I would like to know what habits do you have in order to improve productivity, you know, because I, I really mm -hmm. believe that paying attention to the small things that we do every day, we can improve our productivity and with that, mm -hmm. our use of our time. And that's connected even with our happiness. But <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I think that's something that, that I've been trying Kind of recently, uh, it doesn't have to do specifically with the with the field, but I think that it works for everyone. That it's meditation. Uh, I it's great because it has uh, different uh, types of uh, you know of a series depending if you want something long, something shorter, if you want to focus on your body, on your breathing, or if you want to do it more you know related to compassion. Um, but I think that it's a great tool. First of all, for you to train your brain to, to be more present, you know, in the moment to start, you know, kind of managing your thoughts when you are, it happens when you're working, right? That you start having different thoughts and you stop doing what you were doing because you remember something else. Uh, by meditating, you start kind of uh, training your brain for that, for being mainly uh, more present and also to reduce your stress, to reduce your anxiety. Uh, nowadays, uh, we, we most of us have a lot of pressure at, in our, our daily lives. It's great to take some time for yourself, you know, some kind of self-care and, and give yourself that time for, for that. And it will also have the, the effect on, on your daily work. So I totally recommend it. Yeah, for sure. It's really, really important to pay attention to ourselves also yeah. what our body and mind is are trying to tell us right totally yeah don't forget about yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you have any book or maybe a podcast or youtube video or something to recommend uh, listeners to to pay attention to well related to this that we were saying about meditation and paying attention to ourselves i totally recommend you the podcast uh, the everything else that it's uh, said by uh, 
Vera and Mercedes. Vera is our CPO at Abstracta, and Mercedes is the director of Inc., one of those institutes who work, that work with us. Uh, I think that it's a great way, on the one hand, to practice your English, your listening skills, like with this podcast, that you can also practice your English uh, listening skills. But also, it's a very... Um, you know, it's it's an interesting way to reflect on things that we may not think about so often uh, regarding these things of maybe some soft skills, maybe these things of communicating better, uh, being more connected with ourselves and with others. I, I totally recommend you that podcast. Amazing. And um, is there anything else you want to invite our listeners to Yes, of course. Like I said, we are always willing to meet new people at Abstracta. It doesn't matter if we have any an open position or not. So if you feel that you would like to work with us and you think that you might be a good fit, please send us your CV. We have different places where we can get it. We have a, a, an email that is jobs at abstracta.us. You can also reach out on our other website, abstracta.us. You will find it in the career section, so you can apply for our positions. And you can also reach out to me at LinkedIn, so we can make a connection and start uh, seeing what we have on mind. Amazing, Steph. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Fede. It was my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense Podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios amigos.